I'm Anya Bohm, and I'm a black diamond level seller with paparazzi accessories, as well as a team leader, trainer, and mentor. This podcast is here as a resource to give you training, words of wisdom from other top leaders, motivation, or even a kick in the pants. I speak from my heart, and I hold nothing back. So if you're ready to start your business or take it to the next level, you've come to the right place. This is the Papa Rockstars Podcast. Hello, Rockstars, and welcome to the Papa Rockstars Podcast. My name is Anya Bohm, and I am your show host. Today, I have the honor to be here with Mel Bell. Let me tell you some of her paparazzi official stats. She has been with paparazzi for two years and has risen to the rank of fashionista. She has hit Crown Club 25 in her business and is life of the party gold. Now, Mel Bell is the team leader of Love Sparkle Glow, which is an amazing team of 340 members. Mel is also a wife of 11 years. And she has two girls, and they are ages eight and two and a half. And her two and a half year old was only six months old when she started her paparazzi business. Mel, did I leave anything out? No, that's perfect. Thank you. Now, quick before we get started, I did mention that Mel Bell, her her real legal name is Melanie Belton. Mel, we talked a little bit before we started the recording, kind of why you shortened that. Um, but do you want to talk just a little bit about kind of branding yourself like you did, even though it was before paparazzi, kind of why you've stuck with Mel Bell? Yes, absolutely. So um, shortly before I started paparazzi, I uh, changed my name on Facebook. So it was my original name, you know, my birth name, and so, well, my married name, rather. And I shortened it to Mel Bell, just something catchy. One of my close friends, she nicknamed me that years ago, and I just changed it to Mel Bell. Uh, when I got into paparazzi and people started to know who I was, um, slowly it started becoming a bit challenging to go back to my original name. So I just stuck with that because it's a catchy name and I felt like, you know, more people would know and recognize that versus just, you know, a normal government ID kind of name. So it kind of worked out. It was something that happened on its own or like without me trying, <laughs> but it stuck and, and I, I like it. It's, it's great. It fits me. So. I'm grateful for it. I completely agree. It 100% fits, yeah. <laughs> so let's jump into the interview questions for today. Mel, how did you get started with paparazzi? Okay, so two years ago, actually my two-year anniversary was just last month in August, I stumbled upon paparazzi. Uh, I was more so because I just love jewelry and accessories, and I was just captivated by the fact that the jewelry was just $5. It was so fabulous, and I just could not get over the price point. Um, I felt like, what's the worst that can happen? I'll just go ahead and uh, join, just make a couple hundred dollars to uh, make a couple, you know, make money for my daughter to go to school. So my original goal was to make $450 to go towards uh, my daughter's school tuition. Well, my sponsor at the time, she had just joined maybe a week before me, and we were both, like, I guess, fairly new to the business. Um, but what caused me to originally join was um, in 2017, our house burned down, and we lost everything in a fire. And around that time, I was just very nervous, I guess, you know, before that incident happened, I was very nervous to try things, um, a bit more hesitant. I've always been the person who likes to just be in the, behind the scenes, just kind of watching the action. But with such a tragedy, we lost everything in that fire. And then 
things just piled on back to back to back, like very heartbreaking and crushing things. And so I just said to myself, you know, God, like send me something that brings me joy, that brings me happiness, something that can just make me smile. I watched my daughter, uh, the oldest one, the younger one wasn't born yet, but the older, my older daughter, and she would get so excited over things like bubbles or uh, butterflies flying outside. Or she'd say, Mom, do you hear those birds chirping? Aren't they so beautiful? And I was just like, man, God, like help me to see things like a child, you know, help me to get back to the root of like just something that can bring me joy and happiness. And so when the opportunity for paparazzi came along, normally, you know, had that situation not happened, that tragedy happened, I probably would not have joined because trust me, I have never sold a thing in my life. Um, even like as a kid, Girl Scout cookies and stuff, I couldn't do it. I was just definitely afraid to talk to people. Um, I've never had a team, never done anything like this. So just trust that if you see me being able to get in front of a live or do anything in this business, this is all just by the grace of God and me just taking a leap of faith. So I'm just really glad that I just wasn't afraid, you know, not like I normally would have been had those series of events had not happened. So that's what led me to paparazzi. And it's been one of the best decisions of my life to join this business and uh, just to see where God would take it. And, you know, the rest is history. I love that you point out how paparazzi has blessed your life because I know that paparazzi has been blessed by having you as part of the business. Oh, thank you. Now, Mel, what is your why? Why do you do paparazzi? I do paparazzi because I want to build a legacy. I want to um, make my family proud. Uh, It started out as just something fun to do, you know, something that could bring me joy, a couple hundred dollars, you know, something like that. I think that right now it's just beyond that. You know, it's it's bigger. I want to help change people's lives. I want people to be inspired through my story, uh, to know that they can do anything, that they can face any challenge or obstacle that they can go through. So my why is just rooted in just helping to change the world and to help people to know their purpose, their value, uh, to just know that they are capable of doing things that they might not feel like they are uh, capable of doing. I know for me, a big part of my why, you know, of course, has evolved over time, but it really started with a leap of faith. It started with knowing or trying to believe that I could do what God said I could do and to just believe, believe in that and believe in myself um, and to just trust that I was equipped and more than possible, you know, it would be more than possible for me to do the things um, that I wanted to do. Uh, So, you know, just even looking back at my journey. I started and like many others, I wanted to quit. Like I started and about five months or so into the business, as I mentioned, my sponsor had just joined. I didn't have really like a, a team group to join. I didn't know anything. And let me just say this too, Anya knows this already. I was a, such a fan and I still am such the hugest fan of paparazzi stars. When I first joined, I did not know anything about paparazzi. I had never, I didn't know anybody that was a part of this business already. So I was just trying to figure it out. And so I would go on YouTube and look up YouTube videos about the business. I would listen to Papa Rockstars every single day. So this is such a full circle moment for me. I feel like I'm about to cry just thinking about the fact that I'm on Papa Rockstars because I would listen to this this podcast every single day. I'd be driving to work and instead of listening to music, I'd be listening to Papa Rockstars. Like I need to hear what Anya's going to say or who she's going to talk to, what tips she may have to help push me in my business. Um, but I was still nervous. I, I had, I was just fearful. I had friends who, you know, weren't really into it and stuff. And so I just had to 
really just believe in myself despite all that, you know? And so I wanted to quit. I wanted to give up, but a series of events happened and it just led me to really understanding like, no, you have to stick this out. You have to run this thing. You have to see this through. And so my why, of course, it started very humbly with just uh, very small goals, but over time, it's just, you know, grown and flourished way beyond anything I could have ever imagined. Now, with your why, I, I love that you mentioned that you wanted to find joy and to make some extra money, and that it's kind of evolved into changing lives, showing people that they can overcome obstacles too. Has a lot of that change come from building your team and growing your business and impacting others through your live shows, or what has kind of helped your why to grow through the, the time you've been doing your paparazzi business? Yes, absolutely. So... When I think about it, it really is just a matter of me seeing how my leap of faith has inspired others. So by me doing this business and sharing the opportunity, sometimes people will come back to me and say, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for, you know, encouraging me to join or asking me to be a part of this business. It's really changed my life. Um, Or, you know, I hear a customer that says, you know, just by coming to your lives, just hearing your joy or hearing you laugh or, you know, hearing whatever you're going to share with us that day during, you, you know, your selling lives, um, that was the, you were the one person who made me feel special that day. Or, you know, just those little nuggets of when people give you feedback about what you're doing and how it may have impacted them. I think that that's what kind of shifted my view from, hey, like, this is more than just selling jewelry. This is, uh, this is more, you know, this is more important than that. Me being able to influence or touch someone's life um, is is way more important to me than selling jewelry. Of course, selling jewelry is important, and we are in the jewelry business, and I would be remiss to say that I don't love that part of it. Um, But I think that for me, knowing that we can change the world through our accessories is the most important thing. That totally brings to mind something I hear Trent Kirby say a lot, and that is our platform is jewelry, but our message is love. Absolutely. Yes. A hundred percent. And I love when Trent says that too. And, and honestly, I think the founders as well, they have shifted my views of what this business is about um, because they stand on that. Of course, they love paparazzi for all it is with the jewelry, but getting to know them on a personal level or, you know, also just kind of seeing how they find importance in changing lives is, is what to me, I think shifts a lot of our attitudes and our spirits as consultants. Because to them, even at that level, it's more than just jewelry and accessories. Even in our mission statement, you know, changing the world, you know, one one consultant or one person at a time. Uh, so, again, it's just amazing that we have this platform that we have to be able to do something bigger in the world and that our impact can last for generations to come. I just got goosebumps when you said that. <laughs> If, if you're listening on the, the recording, please rewind and listen to that again, because that is a value bomb right there. Mel, let's go ahead and take a bit of a shift. For those of you who have not heard the podcast before or who maybe it's been a minute, we're going to shift and Mel is going to tell us about her worst paparazzi moment. Now, Mel, draw us a picture. Take us to that moment in time that was just kind of the bottom of the barrel in your paparazzi journey and tell us what that was about. So as I've shared, I've heard this podcast a million times and I never until now, you know, thought about what my, I mean, I heard Elite say it all the time, but now to know that, you know, I'm sharing my worst moment, it's it's a twofold worst moment. Okay. So I'm going to share one at the beginning of my paparazzi career and then one more recently. So the worst 
moment that I can think of is the moment that I originally wanted to quit paparazzi. I had sent out a message to my friends and asked them all to support me, my friends and family. And I'm like, hey, guys, you know, it doesn't, it won't require you to do anything. Just please just support me by letting me host a party, invite your friends. It'll be fun. And I was so excited and so pumped because I've always been, you know, the person to try to support everybody and be there to love on everyone and, you know, uh, just try to, you know, hold my, my weight as a friend or what have you. And I could not for the life of me get anyone to support me. I was uh, trying really hard and they just would say like, basically like, no, like I'm not willing. I had a friend just flat out say like, I don't know anyone that likes jewelry like that. And clearly we have really cute accessories, but it was just a moment where I felt really low. And I said, you know what, like maybe this business is not for me and maybe I should just quit. And Something just came over me in that moment and just said, like, you cannot afford to quit. Like, use this as fuel and motivation to really do this thing and give it your best. So that was the lowest moment, though, in that space of, like, I remember just crying and thinking, like, well, how am I going to do this business if no one wants to support me? But I, I know that later, you know, we'll get to the full circle moment. But I just want to say here. What I learned through that is that I did not need their support. And I think that this will bless someone because I think somebody listening to this, you're you're hoping that people will support you. You're hoping that your friends, your family, your network is going to be there for you, but you don't necessarily need them to be successful. Is it great if they support you? Absolutely. But if they don't, God will send and orchestrate and align you with people who will help you to achieve your goals. So just be encouraged listening to this and know that everything that you need will come, you know, just, just stick to what you're supposed to do. If the foundational principles of this, of this company is just to sell the jewelry, to learn new skills, to run with it, with everything you've got, just do that and just know that the people will come. Okay. So I'll share that. But more recently, a low moment has just been adapting and adjusting to COVID life, to quarantine and the business. It's kind of like the book, A Tale of Two Cities, like the best of times, the worst of times. Like, it's the best of times because, yes, our team was able to rank to executive producer and fashionista two months in a row in April and May. In the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of crisis, in the middle of chaos in the world, we still did it. So it was great. But as a leader, trying to motivate and encourage my team in the midst of so much stress, in the midst of shipping delays or, you know, uh, riots and protests and all kinds of things going on, that has been so hard. So I'm speaking from a place of, you know, even now as I, I share this interview, and of course this, this podcast will be played for years to come down the line and other people will hear it. And this may not be an issue in future times, but right now things are pretty tough. And so just trying to navigate that and to just keep our spirits lifted in the midst of us quarantining and homeschooling and all those kind of things as a mom, you know, as a wife, as a friend, as a leader, it's just really hard. But I do want to shout out paparazzi and the team and our founders because they have really tried to sustain us during this time and to make things as easy as possible for us and to support us in everything. And so I do greatly, greatly appreciate everything that they do because, I mean, from the beginning of this, they have just always been so communicative with us and just making sure that we had everything we needed. So uh, I just wanted to say that too. But again, just navigating those worst moments, but trying to find the silver lining in everything. 
a couple of the things that I heard from your worst moments is God will send you people, even if you don't necessarily have the support of the people you think will support you. He'll send you what you need and everything you need will come. And the second thing that I heard in your worst moment was that even when things are hard with COVID or quarantine or just difficult in your life or your business, it's, it's important to stay positive and keep your spirits lifted. See that hope for other people out there. If you were to pick one lesson from your worst moments, what lesson would you want the listeners to take from your worst moment? It's to just be resilient. There, there are seasons where you're going to reach high highs and low lows. But no matter what you face, no matter who supports you, no matter who wants to come to your live video, you know, live shows or who wants to host a party, no matter if there are shipping delays or if you're facing a crisis, just show up and try to give whatever 100% looks like to you. I can't say that my 100% and your 100% will look the same, but it's your race. It's your journey. Just look at it and face it with everything that you've got. And I promise you, you will be happy on the end of it that you did not give up because the only way that you'll know how successful you'll be is if you don't quit. Uh, when we look at the elites in our company, we all were star consultants with kids just like everyone else. But what we did is that we had a level of resiliency that said no matter what came our way, we just were not willing to give up. And when we faced obstacles, we found our way through those obstacles or found other roads to get us where we needed to go. So again, if you feel, you know, that you want to give up, just don't, just don't quit. That's all I can just say is just find a way to make it happen and just hold on to anything that can help you to be more resilient in that moment. So Mel, I'm going to go off script here for a second. When you are having a low moment in your business, is there like a trick that you found or something that you do? Do you blast music and dance? Do you start writing out things, your things you're thankful for to kind of to switch that narrative? What is it that you do to kind of be resilient and bounce back quickly? I would honestly say that anything that I'm feeling, I have to check my mind first. Like your mindset is everything. So externally, I could read a book or I could go for a job or something like that. But the battle is typically in your mind. And so if you see an obstacle as an obstacle that you cannot get over, you won't be able to get over it. But if you see an obstacle that's in front of you that, you know, it seems bigger than you or grander than you, I feel like for me, I will pray and I will ask God to help me to see a way to get through it. Because again, it's just something that's temporary that I can get past. So I think for me, if I can change my mindset, because I don't know about you, but typically negative thoughts are like snowballs or like a spider web. You know, it starts with one little thought like, okay, nobody came to my show today, you know, when I showed jewelry. And then that turns into nobody cares about me or nobody loves me or you know, nobody wants to be, you know, and then and then next thing you know, it's 20 minutes later and you're crying somewhere in the corner, you know, feeling mm-hmm. hopeless about your business. But if you can just try to grab that first or second thought and just say, wait a minute, like, hold on, before this takes a speed train down the road, like, I'm going to take this. And that's in the Bible, too. It says take every thought captive. You know, you have to, like, capture, and, and literally in my mind, I will imagine myself grabbing my thought and like holding on tight to it to say, wait a minute, I'm not letting it go beyond here. And I have to speak life and truth to that thought and just say, okay, nobody came to my live show today, but they will come tomorrow. 
And even if they don't come tomorrow, they may come the day after that because I am loved and, you know, I will be successful in this business. So you basically have to like tell yourself in your mind that you can do anything or that whatever negative thoughts that you have are not a thought or, you know, not a goodness or, or whatever positive thing and then speak life into those things. I don't know if that makes sense, but, you know, just trying to, if you can, if you can capture your mind before it goes out of control, you will be, I think, in a much better space of peace um, as you run your business. Absolutely. And like you said, uh, I jotted this down just a second ago, that it's temporary and anything, you can get past anything because it's temporary. It's, I think a lot of times we generalize if we have a, a lousy show or nobody's on one specific night, we're like, oh, this is the worst. My business is failing. And we tend to do worst case scenario. But if we just take a step back and realize, you know what, maybe there was a new episode of whatever hot new show about tigers or whatever is on TV. Maybe it was at <laughs> the same time as my live show, like tomorrow will be better and just move forward. I think that, um, like you said, is huge. Just remembering it's temporary. And, and like you said, grabbing on that thought and just speaking truth to it instead of spiraling and getting to that worst case scenario. I think too, you know, something to keep in mind as well is when we do go live, when we do show our video, you never know who's going to watch it on the replay. So just because no one may have been there during your show, it doesn't mean that someone might not, you know, someone may watch it later. They might've been, like you said, watching a show or taking their kids to bed or what have you. And somebody may stumble across your live on the replay and they may want to join this time with your team or they may want to buy jewelry or they may just want to come back and just watch you. And you just never know the power of your influence in those little day-to-day things when you think no one's watching. Because trust me, someone is watching. Someone needs your light, your love, your gift that you can give to this business. So don't ever get distracted by numbers or, you know, status or anything like that. Because again, you know, you just never know how those little things, that one business card you give out, you know, that one act of kindness that you do when you give away a free piece of jewelry or, you know, that one little, little thing that you do can just, you know, become one of the biggest blessings of your business. I just got goosebumps again, Mel. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. What is a habit that you have that contributes to your success? Okay. So this is a habit that I think most, you know, when you hear Papa Rockstars, I was trying to think of of something different that I could say that I don't hear as often on the podcast, but I'll have to say it again. It's just consistency. Um, I would love to say that there was a magic formula for success or, you know, there's something that I can say that you can do that can maybe, you know, change things, but really it's just showing up when you don't want to show up. It's showing up when you're sad, when you feel like, you know, you just got a flat tire when your kids are going crazy or, your job is a, 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 a going, you know, people at your job are driving you nuts. It's just showing up still despite how you feel. Um, consistency is, I think, the best tool or the best advice that I can give anyone. Now, I have to be clear. It's not consistency doing the things that are not working. So if you're consistently doing something and you're not seeing results, my suggestion is to try something new. Try a new way to do it because, again, um, it's no point in you, you know, doing something forever one way and you can't tweak it a little to just try something new. So for me, 
I can consistently go live. Let's say I go live on Mondays, but Mondays don't seem to work. Maybe I can start going live on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, or I can just try maybe a different time of day. Being consistent in the little things and showing up when, because I've, I've literally been bawling my eyes out crying before a live because something just broke my heart and hurt my feelings that day or something. And if it's my time to go live, I will wipe my face, you know, put on a little blush or something and jump on that live like nothing happened. You know, it's just those showing up moments that I think makes the biggest difference. Perfectly said. And then doing the things that are working or tweaking them to work better in your business. One thing that I did a lot when I first started my business and I considered it working, but I love to organize the jewelry. I could organize and reorganize and, and make new flyers all the live long day. And I thought that I was working my business because I was putting time into it, but that wasn't income producing activity. And it took me a while to realize that. So I love that you you put that in there as well, that not just doing work every day, but doing business income producing activities, business growing activities and things that you can see that are working. Yes, absolutely. And even listening to trainings like this, like on Pop Rockstars or trainings online, if you hear a training that has tips or suggestions of things that you can do, just start applying those skills. I can honestly tell you that a lot of my success in this business is I believe in God and I believe that God can grant his favor and can orchestrate things that we cannot in a million years even try to do even on our best day. So God first, of course, in in my life. And then the next thing is working my business consistently and trying new things, but like absorbing information like a sponge. So what I would do is I would watch trainings and not just watch or listen to trainings, but I would apply what they're saying in the trainings, you know, and I think that that little key, that's a key piece that I think a lot of times people miss is they'll watch a ton of videos, they'll listen to a bunch of podcasts, or they'll, you know, go to all these trainings, and then they'll just listen to it, and they'll go on about their day, but just start putting action steps behind it, you know, and, and I think that that's the thing that will help you to see success is when you hear it and then you go apply it, you know, and, and, and that is that action step that you'll start to see the progress when you incorporate the actions into in your daily, daily routine. What advice would you give to a brand new consultant just getting started in their business? I would give them the advice, don't base your success on anything or anyone just run your business. It's not up to your sponsor. It's not up to your family and friends. It's not up to the people you grew up with or what have you. You have to run your business for you. No matter what things look like, what crisis may be happening in the world, um, no matter who, you know, is there or not there, just run in your business and give your best. You have to kind of put on blinders and focus on the goal that you want for yourself and just Run it with everything that you've got. I mean, literally give your best to it and don't look back. Don't look around because people are going to say negative things about your business. They're going to wonder why you're doing it, try to talk you out of it. Just stay focused on what you're trying to do and don't let anything distract you from the biggest blessings of your life if you just stay with your business and you don't quit. I love how you said don't let anything distract you. Stay focused. Give your best to your business and then don't base your success on other people, whether that's your friends or family members or even your upline. I've heard so many people say, well, my upline quit or my upline didn't fill in the blank, you know, whatever excuse that you want to put there. But your success is not based on your upline. (laughs) So I love I love that. 
Yeah, because I think if we kind of look at what other people are doing, we can base our success on how much effort they're giving their business. I mean, your sponsor mm-hmm. may just want to do paparazzi as a hobby, but you may want to, you know, soar and be, you know, the top of the company and, you know, sell like a Empire Diamond or something. You know, don't don't base what someone else is doing or supporting. As I mentioned, my sponsor, she joined like a week before me. I can't really look to her for too much guidance because we we know about the same amount, you know, starting out. So I had to mm-hmm. kind of, if something had to shift in my mind to say, I have to go after this with what I want to go after this for, you know, and uh, also tap into people who know more than you. So for me, I would, if I saw someone who was successful in any kind of way and I recognized them, Let's say if I was on a passport vacation or if we were at convention or something, I'd say, hey, you're so-and-so. Like, can I ask you a few questions? You know, I, I just would, I don't want to corner them, but I'd just be like, hey, like, I would love to know, you know, how did you do this or how did you, you know, because I, I always want to be in a posture to learn something new. And I remember when I met uh, Trent and Misty for the first time, um, Misty, you know, she just spoke so much life into me and she just really changed. Now, if I could say someone who really changed my life, that's Misty Kirby. Shout out to her. I love her dearly. Um, and, and Trent, when I met him, uh, he just basically, you know, at this dinner, we he was talking and he said, I can learn something from a CEO just like I can learn from a janitor, you know, always be in a posture to learn something from everybody. So I just want to encourage those listening, you know, just try to learn something new every day and, you know, just apply it to your business. Amazing advice. Now, if you could suggest one thing to a consultant who is just feeling totally stuck in their business, what would you tell them to do? I would tell them, like Nike, just do it. You know, all those things that you don't feel like doing, just do it. Just go after it. Um, And again, that's one of my favorite quotes. And I share that with my team all the time is just do it. If you feel stuck, try a new way. Um, You may be doing something one way. If it's not working, try something different. Try to learn new skills, but just go after it every day. I mean, I just can't stress that enough. It's just um, with our business, there are going to be days where you just don't feel like showing up or this life just seems heavy. If you can give anything to it, just show up for it and just do it. Like that's literally, if you could take anything when you, or when you see that Nike swoosh on tennis shoes or shirts or the, the commercials or something, just let that be your reminder of like your business, just do it. Just show up and just give everything that you can to be successful. Did y'all hear that? Just show up and just do whatever it takes to be successful. I love that. Mel, what is a quote that inspires you? A quote that inspires me is, for one, (laughs) the just do it for sure. I mean, I know that's like a slogan, but um, I think that that's a mantra that I've, you know, always stuck with. But also, I love reading the Bible. And a quote that I love or scripture that I love is, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. And so for me, that has been one of my favorite scriptures of all time. And I just love um, just the, the, the thought of just trusting in God and in the good and the bad. And the same applies to your business. Just trust the process. Go with it. And things will not always look great. But that doesn't mean that you're not right exactly where you need to be. We all need a journey. Like you hear on podcasts all the time, we all are going to have those worst moments where we want to quit and we want to walk away. But we have to trust that something good is going to come from every single thing that we go through. Um, It may take you 10 years to get 
somewhere where it took someone six months. It's okay. It's still just your journey. But trust in God and trust the process because the journey that you're going to take and the things that you're going to learn on your journey is going to make you everything that you need to be for your team, for your business, for your family. So don't shy away from that just because your success doesn't look like someone else's. So, again, that's my favorite scripture, Proverbs 3 and 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart. So that's what I would say. What is a book you would say is a must read and why? So tying into my favorite scripture, I definitely say the Bible. I read scriptures often um, every day. I try to read at least one scripture or try to read devotionals every day. So, of course, that um, I will say I do love the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I think that that's a great book for changing your mindset about money and the way that you perceive generational wealth and opportunities and things like that. And then also one of my friends, she wrote a book uh, called Mogul Move. And so her name is Sharnae Smith. And I love that book because it has a lot of tips for entrepreneurs and people who are um, in business and giving them strategies um, and ways that they can be successful as they are on their journey of entrepreneurship. Tell me the author's name again, Sharnae Smith. Okay. I'm totally looking that one up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on uh, it's on Amazon as well. Wonderful. Thank you. Well, Mel, it's kind of fun to, number one, know that you're such a fan of the podcast and you've listened for so long. How has it been being a guest on the podcast? <laughs> this has been amazing. I cannot believe that I'm actually a guest on podcast, on this podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I am so nervous this whole entire time, <laughs> but uh, I'm grateful for the opportunity. And I hope that something that I've been able to say today may help or inspire someone. So that's the part that I'm, I'm most eager about and excited about being here. So thank you, Anya, so much for having me. It's been great. It has 100% been my pleasure. So let's wrap it up with the last question. You've heard it a million times, but you know, on the Pop Rock Stars podcast, we like to give a weekly call challenge. So what is the one thing you would challenge the listeners for today's show to do in the next seven days to take action in their paparazzi business? So I would say uh, to take action is to, again, just do it. To don't not let anything hinder you from being successful. So go after it with everything that you've got. Remember your why. That's really important. So like for me, it's my family. A big part of my why is my family. You know, I love my parents, my children, my husband, my, you know, everything, my team. Shout out to Team Love Sparkle Glow. You know, remember why you're doing it. Remember the purpose and try to keep the business fun. I think in all of us, you know, who are aspiring to success, we all want the next rank. We all want the next life of the party goal. We all want to, you know, attain that next best big thing. But we have to keep it fun. Uh, and that was something when I met Michelle Egan, she mentioned to me, you know, just keep your business fun. And so um, in the next few days, just figure out, again, why you join paparazzi. What is it you love about it? You know, if you've gotten overwhelmed with trying to hit that next rank, just hit the reset button and try to make it fun again. Uh, try to make your customers laugh or try to do something in your business that you haven't done in a while. Or try to think about the things that brought you so much joy when you first joined um, and try to just implement those things back into your business. I think the longer that you're in any kind of business, it could kind of get less fun if you're aspiring for certain goals. But if you can just remember why you're doing it and, you know, it kind of lessens the stress part and it kind of just helps you to just figure out like, hey, I'm here to bring joy to my world. Um, this is just something that's supposed to add a benefit to, you know, 
my family, my friends, you know, all that. So, um, you know, this is just something that, you know, I just feel like for me on those days where I do get a little bit overwhelmed to just try to get back to the root of that. So in the next few days, just try to get back to the basics, guys, and just try to remember why you join and to keep that at the forefront of your mind at all times. And like you said, keep it fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Keep it fun. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us here today. It has been my honor to interview you and to share a little bit more about you with the listeners of the podcast and with all of paparazzi. So just thank you so much and hashtag challenge accepted. Uh, <laughs> now for those of you tuning into the show today, don't forget to head on over to paparockstars.com slash Mel to keep the party going and to get the resources from today. So again, that's paparockstars.com slash Mel. Thanks everybody. Have a rocking week. Bye-bye. <laughs>